Alert, alert. Stop right there, ma'am. Can I see your super secret bestie license and registration? Yep, it looks expired to me. Looks like we're gonna have to take you into the station. Okay, you're not actually in trouble. We just have a crush on you. We didn't know how to say it. Yeah, but you're actually under arrest. The lighting a fire in my pants. Uh-oh, somebody get the fire extinguisher. Wee -woo -wee -woo. <laughs> get, get in, in here. here. My name is Curly. And I'm Maya. And welcome to the, the Super Secret, Secret Bestie Club Podcast. A super secret club where we talk about super secret things. Yeah, like secrets that are super. That's what it is. In each episode, we'll talk about love, friendship, heartbreaks, men, and of course, our favorite secrets. Here. Not a fire in my pants. <laughs> oh. Who wrote that? Not a fire in your pants. You wrote that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Written and directed by Curly. Starring in, it's like, oh my God, the new J-Lo movie that's out. A film by J-Lo. Written by J-Lo. Starring J-Lo and J-Lo. Ash J-Lo. Well, it's like Beyonce. Oh, no, a do not compare. By Beyonce. No, by do Beyonce. not compare. Poor Beyonce. <laughs> Renaissance is these motherfucking lame thumping. And then J-Lo. But that was the promo. That was the promo for Beyonce's Renaissance. True. But J-Lo's This Is Me Now is like, this is me now. I need my money back because I can't be. <laughs> did you see it? I did. Did you watch you it? You watched it? I didn't. My mom's like, definitely watch it when you take an edible. <laughs> <laughs> literally okay maybe like definitely take that edible put your phone away pay attention it just like you know what it feels like it just feels like this is what happens when you're surrounded by so many yes people who can't really? tell you yeah who can't be like you know what this is a great idea it's a great project can we please tweak it here and there because i actually think that the concept of the movie would have been a great concept if it wouldn't have been like that I was in space and then Fat Joe was the therapist. I'm not mad at Fat Joe as the therapist, but you know, it could have been set in like New York. It could have been set in like <laughs> the Bronx. The Bronx. It could have been set in a real world thing. You know, it's a story about how she basically is just so in love with love and she's kind of messy with it. And then at the end, she realizes what we all need to realize that self love. It's, yes, it's all about the self. Didn't I make a video about that? She copied me, huh? Yeah, she's all waiting for tonight. Remember what she <laughs> sang for the president? She's like, let's get loud. You're like, let's no, get loud. Let's turn it up. Hey, oh, hey, yeah. Presente. Yeah, ya ni llego. Anyways. Welcome back yeah, to another episode um, of the Super Super Club, y'all. <laughs> some light J-Lo for you. I thought that was your friend. Isn't that I was your friend? I'm going to say that, j I know you're listening. So <laughs> I love you and I'm saying this with love. Like, just check in with me next time. You don't have you don't have a Virgo best friend for nothing, J-Lo. I have, well, she doesn't have any Virgos, right, in her life. She doesn't like Virgos. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember she did like a, that's why, that's why. Did I love? I have a Virgo bestie. You have to have a Virgo bestie. You have to have your heart broken by a Virgo. You have to fall in love with a Virgo to sustain living this life that's true y'all are the this freaking gatekeepers of happiness for us <laughs> oh man i i but i do just want to say one thing like is there room for like being weird again was it was it is it okay that she's like being a little bit weird 
Like, or was it just bad? I just felt like it wasn't that she was being weird. It just felt like it was a little too... Here's my thing. When it comes to being weird or aesthetic, it's all about the edit. The edit is the most... Edit your looks. Edit things down. Yeah. To carve things away. You can have a beautiful piece of marble, but you're going to carve at it and make something really beautiful. I think that this project just needed some editing. We didn't need wow. to throw... Okay. Okay. We didn't need to throw everything and the kitchen sink at it. <laughs> it was very much everything everywhere all at once, but like yeah. the bootleg. <laughs> the the what what is it? The um <laughs> I don't know, the whatever version. No, yeah. the the wish version of everything everywhere all at once. Uh, Ooh. Yes. <laughs> I I haven't seen it. Oh, okay, Kayla. so today <laughs> Today, we're not talking about JLo. We're actually talking about Crushes 2.0, our very first episode on the Super Secret Bestie Club, season one. We went back and listened to it a little bit, and it was about crushes. And first of all, like, my voice sounded so freaking high. I know. Same. We, we sound like little kids. We sound like little kids. <laughs> we're like, hey. um, it's, And it's crazy when I look back at my older BuzzFeed videos when I'm, like, 20-something, yeah. and I sound even younger. And I'm like, mm. what the freaking heck? Like, I feel it. Of gravity. You know what I'm saying? gravity anyway so we're talking about crushes 2.0 this is an updated version of crushes and we're gonna be talking about all of it everywhere all at once not the wish version the designer version absolutely i just got a dm that said hi miss maya respectfully asking if i can buy foot pics from you well what are you gonna say 5k a foot oh yeah i like that okay tell them Tell them five, five toes, five, yes, a say, thousand for each toe. Yeah, answer them and then let's see what they say by the end of the episode. Let's keep getting updated. This is the new crush. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this is all right. Here we okay. go. So my spirit is basically I'm okay. Like there's been a lot of things happening and it's made me kind of more focused on the things that actually matter, which is just have fun as much as you can in life. We're not here forever. We're just here to have a little giggle eat a good meal, call it a day, and go home. What about you? How's your spirit? Hello, everyone. My spirit is, yeah, it's spiriting, you know? It's spirit day. Um, it's, it's yeah, it's okay. It's good. Um, I, You know what it is? I think because I don't, I'm, like, in between crushes right now. I, like, don't have one, but then I feel like I kind of do. But then I feel like I kind of don't. Crushes give me life. Yeah, I love crushes. Crushes make too. me like want to just scream from the rooftops, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, my spirit is in need of a crush. Do you have any current crushes? Um, I'm always kind of low key crushing on people. I mean, I still have like the same crushes that I had in the third grade. <laughs> like, William Moran. Forever right, my crush, right. William Moran. Right. Like, That's my man right there. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think my crushes ever really like go away, but I do have a new one who we'll talk about later that I was like, I ran mm. into at this event and I thought, I think he's really beautiful. And I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And we talked and we already follow each other on Instagram and we exchanged phone numbers. And we kind of talked and texted a little bit. And then when I started flirting, like nothing happened with it. And I think he kind of was like, oh, like, I think he's just like in friend zone with me, which is okay. We'll talk about that too. But yes, I do have a lot of different crushes right now. But well, can I ask, how did you flirt? 
Um, I can read you. Like, what did you do? Yeah, I want, let's read it. Um, I can read you the text message. Um, okay, he said... Oh, because it was on Valentine's Day. And let me find... Perfect okay. day to flirt. Yeah. So I said... I was hanging out with Shanti. <laughs> so it was, Chanti, Chanti. <laughs> it was queer approved. Um, okay. Um, so I go... He goes, what would you do for Valentine's Day? And I go... Um, I was with one of my besties. We made vegan food. I think uh, I think my ask for you must have been lost in the mail, right? And so he goes, what was your ask? Did I miss something? And I wrote, um, I was trying to make a joke about asking you to be my Valentine, but alas, I am awkward as usual, right? Oh, yeah. You know, I will say the delivery. I would get confused too. Well, that's fine. I didn't really care about how he took... I didn't care how he took it. I was hoping he was more charmed by like oh, he's not, like, smooth and weird. He's kind of awkward. Do you know what I mean? Because that's how it is to date me. I'm not like, hey, nice to see you. Are you new around here? I, mine is like, oh, shit. You can still appreciate, yeah, he can still appreciate that you were trying to be flirting Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so he goes, oh, LOL. Then I go, he goes, I miss grade school days with all the Valentine cards. I don't, he's probably going to kill me for reading oh, this. Oh, swerve. And those grams that people would send to each other, swerve. 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 So, yeah, so I was like, well, mine were always X-Men or Sailor Moon. I had to throw them off the scent of me being a gay boy. And so it kind of just wasn't like reciprocated. But usually, you know, I would be kind of like weird about that. I would be like, oh, damn, like what's wrong with me? What's going on? But lately I'm kind of just like, mm, no, like you would, you would not... Not him, he's very handsome, but I would just like, people in general, I'm like, I'm a fun boyfriend. I would be fun to Mm. be with. Um, If some guy was like, you know, hitting on me in a really dumb, cheesy way, I think I'd be more charmed by it than I would be like, weird (laughs) out. You know what I mean? (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, it wasn't my best I'm proud of you for putting, but still you put yourself out there. You know, you shot your shot, as we'll get into later. I don't have any current crushes right now. I feel like I'm in between crushes where I'm like, I'm, I, I don't really... I think because I don't go out a lot, maybe. I'm going out tonight, God willing. Si Dios quiera. Yeah, and hopefully meeting some people because I just feel like my world is dry without some relationship drama, you know? Not drama, but like cute, flirty, like, oh my Fun God. Fun stuff, yeah. Fun stuff, yeah. yeah I want to be worried about is he going to text me back or not? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't wish that on anyone. I mean... The la- we talk about crushes all the time, but the last time we touched up on these topics was, like, in 2021. 2021! Like, yeah. Do you feel like your type of crushes is the same, or has it changed at all? Or It is. I am completely... I feel different because I was totally... A big blind spot of mine was, like... Uh, I mean, not that I don't think... I don't think anything's wrong with shooting your shot. I just think that... Um, I was stepping into my masculine so much. <laughs> what do you take off? Curly's taking off his um <laughs> his uh his jacket. It was the slowest like <laughs> what? <laughs> it was the was, slowest just I was trying to Ooh, not... look at your muscles. Oh my god, I haven't even worked out forever, but I was Ooh. trying to not 
um, disturb your story and take my headphones out and miss a beat. <laughs> so I had to like put my headset inside my sweater and my hoodie and then it was it was a long process. Look at your muscles. Let me see. Let me see. Give something for mama. I haven't worked Give out. Give something for mama. <laughs> Ask me tomorrow. I'm gonna to go work out today, actually. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I'm I'm less like because uh, I, I would always like ask them out or give them my number. Like yeah. you know, I was always stepping into that space because I felt so anxious. And now I'm that is actually unattractive to me if they're not putting in the equal amount of effort. Because there's no shame in shooting your shot at yeah, all. Yeah. But it's like, what are the circumstances? Is it you making the first move after they like it's? But because here's the thing too is that they would be like yeah we should hang out sometime uh, they would be like yeah we should hang out sometime i'm like yeah when yeah and yeah. and you know i would try to set up the date i would no 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 so that is something that i am not attracted to anymore is complacency it's like if you want to come get me come and get me can i tell you though like as somebody on the other side of all that like i genuinely want to hang out with guys that ask me to hang out and i want to do all these things but sometimes like the world i just feel like the world has made it kind of harder to even engage with other people. Like I have this one guy who we were dating and then we decided to just be friends. But when we were dating, like it was hard to for us to schedule stuff because we were booked months in advance. Like, oh, I'm going to be flying out here. Oh, I have this gig here. Oh, I work that day. Oh, I have a business dinner here. Like it was really hard. And then when we became friends, it was still really hard. It was still like, well, are you in town here? And what are you doing here? And da, 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 da. So like, For me, I go, like, it's hard because let's just say you meet, like, a base level. Let's just say there's three people, right? And you like them and there's something that makes you curious about them, but you're not necessarily like, oh, my God, I have to meet them right now. And there's not, like, this, like, crazy desperation. um, And you kind of let it go. So you get kind of distracted. What I have found, though, is that those people, the ones that you're, like, not the most excited about, tend to be the ones that you have a lot of fun with when you meet them in person. Mm. It's it's been wild that that has been my mm. experience. Like I'll meet someone that I'm like so excited to meet. I meet him, it's kind of boring, and then I go out with someone that I'm like, eh, it's fine. I don't really care. And then it's mm. so dope. But in saying that, like, there's no rush. I feel there's no like. I feel like I don't. I'm not rushed to meet people. If that makes sense, which is kind of answering your thing, like what I think might be happening on your end, but and also like where I'm at too with crushes, where I'm like. I just don't. But I'm the easiest person to talk to. You know, like, I'm the easiest person to, like, flirt with or hang out with, like, and to make plans with. Like, But see, it's not It's not that. It's more like, let's say, it's, it's more about convenience. Like, are they in your vicinity? Like, do you run into mm. them at the office? Are they your best friend's friend where you're going to see them somewhere anyways? That's what I think. But it doesn't matter if you if you really want to meet someone and see someone you will make you will like I dated someone who lived like an hour away and they would come to me every single time. Like clockwork, baby. Like clockwork, baby. (laughs) I agree because I used I used to do that, too, for my last boyfriend. I would drive an hour to go see him. But I guess what I'm saying is it was after I knew him. Right. It was after the initial like. 
I think I went to go see him an hour ago. I mean, an hour away because I was like, well, fuck it. I'm not doing anything else. I might as well go on an adventure and drive to fucking Orange County. You know, this well, when people want you, they have n- they have no issue taking a couple freeways over there. That's the, I mean, look, and that's real, and that's the that's like the that's true. You know, but it is like I do think that they have to get to know you, or there has to be like not a desesperación, but like. Something that is moving you in that way, you know? Do we have any celebrity crushes? I have a celebrity crush. Who's your celebrity crush? <laughs> I just finished um, The L Word. I, listen, I stopped watching it at season three. Spoiler, if you haven't seen it, it's been like mm, close to like 15 years. Um, they kill off one of the most beloved characters, season Did you three. Cry? I was so. I well, when she first got diagnosed, I was like, "Fuck this storyline, fuck this shit," because I am very well versed in television in the early two thousands. Like, yeah. not only did I watch consume a bunch of it during that time in real time, yeah, but I also would go back and have watched these things. So I know that was a trend to kill off beloved characters to make a statement, and I understand the statement was important. It was about breast yeah. cancer, and yeah. I get it. But they didn't need to do all that. And yeah. so I got mad and I stopped watching <laughs> and I skipped all the way to season six, the last episode of season six. And then I watched a little bit of the L word generation Q was mad. Uh-huh. Yeah. I was mad because Kit Porter, which was Bet Porter's sister, apparently overdosed on heroin when she was doing so good in season six and had her life together. Like there's just a couple things where I was like, okay, you guys, yeah, you're yeah, pulling yeah. my leg. I- <laughs> <laughs> you're pulling you know the ingrown hair in For my, L- in, in L- my, fans, <laughs> yes. I love to hear this opinion <laughs> because I lived through that trauma in real time, in real life <laughs> with, um, wait, what was her name that died? Dana. Dana, that Dana, Dana. died. Remember, the, okay, I don't know if you remember, there's a song that plays when she's dying. It's like, any time. I it's skipped it. Sad, oh my God, it's the saddest song. Oh, it's one of my favorite songs too. I'll send it to you so you can hear it. I think I'm emotionally and, unavailable, so I think that's why I couldn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's really sad. And then at the end, they play, um, uh, what's that song about? Um, down, can't, no, not the It's Busy Spider. It's like about the sun, sunshine. You are my sunshine. My oh, sunshine. God. So anyway, and, my. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> so they just make it like really sad. Anyways, I agree with you. It's yeah. Well, how did we get there? What Shane. Did we get? Shane <laughs> okay. is my crush. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jane Shane has been everyone's crush since 1994. I know. I'm basic. I'm Good basic. Lord. I Welcome. get it. Shane is just. The most, like, she just has a swag to her that is so attractive. Even, like, I follow her, um, Kate and Leisha, who played, um, uh, oh, my God. Who's Alice. She played Alice. I follow them both. They have a podcast. Um, And, like, they're they're both hot. Both of them are so hot. But there's just something about Shane. Did you know in in, um, Shane actually, I mean, she says that. Kate says that she, as an actor, as a person, she wasn't out yet. She was straight at first. And it wasn't until she did more seasons of The L Word that 
she came out as gay. I, you know what it is? Shane, by the way, I'm sorry if you guys don't know how we're talking about, but I'm going to use this actor or this character that was played kind of gives, like, to me, pothead skater boy that's chill about everything. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like she's more than that, you bitch. <laughs> okay, but you know, you know that there's always that guy in your life. There was a guy in our life when we were growing up. Shout yeah, out to you, Oreo. Obsessed. I love Oreo. Was the cutest boy from Inglewood in the early 2000s. He would hang out with us. He's still beautiful. Shout out to Oreo. Um, and he was that like little pothead skater boy who was always like, "Yeah, bro, totally. That's cool. Beautiful smile, gorgeous. Like it was like that kind of vibe. You were like." Whatever, you're chilling. I'm over here freaking out and you're chilling and like... It's just like the mysterious part of it, you know, like, and I think maybe it's unavailable. Like, you want to be, you want to be Carmen for her. But even Carmen... Yeah, I know. But besides that, I'm so attracted to Shane. There was a couple girls on there that I was like, I'm not straight. Like, I thank you, Jesus, for the show. Because it made me also want to start dating more girls and i'm like i don't have my dating apps i don't have my dating apps which is fine because i think one of my biggest fears with all that stuff is i don't want to see anyone that i know on there because that i am not friends with because i'm like i just i just don't i don't want i don't want that jump scare but shane is my celebrity crush right now love you baby girl um sidebar in real time you have your thing and i have my thing you have your foot uh, fetish guy and i just got my lab results for any stis um and uh hiv and all that stuff and everything is negative so oh my god that's yay! great anyways um okay so we were talking uh, any updates about foot guy foot fetish guy i haven't messaged him back oh send it let's see what he says okay. let's make some shmoney okay okay okay, okay. okay. And for you listeners, we'll send you a dollar. <laughs> You're like, my feet for your do-. Anyways, you know, one of the things, though, I will say is that I think that what people fear a lot about when it comes to crushes and talking about crushes is the fear of rejection. Will I get rejected? What will happen? I do feel like 99% of the time, maybe of the people that you shoot your shot with, might actually reject you, right? I think that's what makes that 1%, that person, and I could be wrong with statistics, and I'm, I'm not a mathematician. I just feel like um, that 1% is what makes it so special, right? That you can engage with someone who actually doesn't reject you, who's actually like, I am interested in seeing what happens. Um, I really believe that the, and we'll talk about this later on in a future episode, episode, um, but I think that like the art of rejection is such an important skill to learn, whether that's in your career uh, in your love, in your friendships, because you kind of have to learn how to take those blows, know that it's not always personal. Sometimes it is personal because you've got to get your shit together or your breath smells or, or you're an asshole. Um, but, you know, for the for the majority of it, you're you're not. So get with it. Dust yourself off and try again. Try again. In her name, Just I'll be able to pray. Thank you. Okay. Again. Have you flirted with anyone recently? I know you just told us about that flirtation. I have a little plain story. So recently I was coming back to LA and I was on a plane and this guy, I see this guy sit next to me because I was also like 
I was gonna change my plane seat and then I couldn't and I was like okay there's a reason why I'm sitting here and so I was like hopefully it's a long plane ride hopefully the people sitting next to me are like because sometimes I like to talk and sometimes I don't like to talk hopefully they're nice and so it was this guy and it looked like his brother at first I kind of thought they were like queer a queer couple that they were mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and so I was like hey you know just like <laughs> talking and I was not thinking that this guy was straight at all. Like, and so my riz just for friendship charisma stuff is like off the freaking charts. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can smooth wine and dine you girl. Like yeah. it's yeah. Especially when it's by myself. And, um, so he started to like ask me more questions. And then I was like, Oh, this guy is definitely straight. And I was like, okay, he's kind of cute. Like, and then I got nervous, and then I didn't talk to him for the whole plane ride until later. I was like, I don't know, my riz was too strong. And then he like asked for my number, or he asked for my Instagram, my TikTok, and you know, we started talking. And he was like, really cool. And um, but I was just like, dang, my riz is crazy when I'm not threatened or nervous by a straight man. Yeah. Yeah. And he ended up being straight. Oh. <laughs> Have you guys, like, kept talking, or has there been more contact? Yeah, a little bit. I, like, popped on his live, but, I, you know, he's, like, super, super religious, so mm-hmm. I'm, like, not... I'm more spiritual, and I feel like it would not work. But he's super kind and nice. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like, I like, like... For me, I kind of, I think if I were to date a religious man or a spiritual man, it would look different in a queer relationship. So I feel like I'm okay with somebody being into Jesus and stuff like that. But as long as he's respectful in everything. Yeah, the religion stuff, because it's mostly, it feels like, uh, you know, I don't know. I just have my different opinions about, Of course, I've dated, I've dated those types of people who are like super, super, super Christian. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, it just it just feels more so like controlling the women or like the oh, women should be acting yeah, like a I certain mean, type of way or the woman should be doing X, Y, and Z. And it I didn't like that. I mean I'm not yumming I'm not yumming your yuck, you know? I'm like I hate that. Yeah, what did yeah, you yeah. just say? Have you ever heard that when people go, Don't yuck my yum? But I just switched it. You never heard that before? Mm, a little bit. Don't it's like if you go, like, yum. yeah, if you're like, oh, my God, I love fish. And you go, ew. They go, don't yuck my yum. Oh. It's not a yum or it's it's not a yum at all. I do. It's, it's yuck, yuck, yuck. I do oh, feel yuck. like sometimes <laughs> when I'm, I'm actually better at flirting when I'm a little uncomfortable. Because when I'm a little uncomfortable, I'm kind of more aware of what I'm saying. I'm a little bit slower with my words, which means I'm a little bit slower with my actions. Um, I'm not prone to kind of like give you my all. And then what happened, because who I, the curly with my girls is different than the curly as the boyfriend. Do you know what I mean? Like, I I feel like I told Chantel all the time that I can hear myself when I talk to you and when I talk to Shanti, like, um, or when I talk to like the ups, I get, I can hear it that I go, what? With Shanti, oh my God, like, I just go like, oh my God. Like I have crazy vocal fry with her, but that's what I do when I'm really comfortable, right? So I've been on two dates where I got too comfortable too quickly and I literally was like, what? 
<laughs> like just not just not kind of like being giving them the mystery that I think is really important with first dates. When it comes to first dates and it comes to flirting, you definitely want to have an air of mystery around you. I'm part of the team that says, you know, people go like, be yourself. I'm part of the team that's like, don't be yourself. But some, I'm part. I'm team be yourself. Oh my god, girl! If you come I'm at team me, be your fucking self. No, this is a good debate. Like, but not, but not all at once. I I agree, not all Hello? at once. What you don't want to, you don't want to be like, you don't want to be like, where like right out of the gate, like oh yeah. my god. And this is me, like you want to be. If there's a way that you talk, I would talk like that. If there's a way that you like are normally like, I would be, I would be like that. I wouldn't. I don't think there's a lot of things. I think you still need a, a type of a like a wall and protection that I feel like they yeah. you both need to earn on both sides. But I think I do that with men anyways. Where I feel like with women, I can kiki with them, right? In the same way that you felt comfortable with that guy because you thought he was queer. Right, I, can, I know. I do that with women where I can kiki with them and it's fine. And I'll like gay it up so that... We both but that's not how you talk to someone in a romantic relationship. That's not how I have somebody in a romantic okay, relationship. Okay, that's different. Yeah. And so, but sometimes with some gay guys, when you meet them, it, you are kikiing with them. You are like, oh my God, girl. No, I don't think I'm Like, <laughs> and so I sometimes will forget that this is a date. This is not, you're not here to kiki. You know what I mean? I know lesbians you're have right. that same problem too, where they'll be like, damn, okay, don't go into like, friend mode which happens to a lot of lesbians really fast right. because you're i feel like femmes sometimes are so quick to build bonds and relationships that it gets a little difficult to be like see but that's a thing of tone yeah i think it's tone right because you're not going to go up to someone and be like hey girl how are you blah, 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 blah. you want to make out in the bathroom like you have to have some <laughs> swag to it you know what i'm saying like uh, i get it or, uh... <laughs> So yes or no, um, like I get it. Yeah, so definitely tone for sure. Do you I have any like? Never that's your riz. Your sense of wonder. Oh my god, my, that's your riz. No, my riz in the beginning, I think, is just being gentle and like listening. My riz later is when I think they realize how weird I am. Like they're like, you're so, like you're kind of weird. Like your way that you're. You're thinking. quirky. You're a quirky, quirky girl. I am a quirky girl for sure. I went to. I was on a date <laughs> and I went to watch a movie. And there was a guy who was like, we're going to kill you because you stole $2 million. And that was the whole movie. And I was like, who gives a shit about $2 million? It's literally a house in North Hollywood. Like, who cares? You know? like <laughs> Right, right. And the guy I was with was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are you thinking about yeah. real? I'm like, who gives a shit? That's like a two-bedroom in North Hollywood. Who cares about $2 million? And just lost their whole <laughs> yeah. <family. laughs> who, who cares about $2 million? Who cares about $2 million? <laughs> Am I right? It's like chump change. Am I right? It's sad because it kind of is in, the, in these days, which should say a lot about where we're at. That says a lot about where you're at, sister. <laughs> two million dollars two million i mean look even just like the way that people are flirting um on social media we were just talking about this the the lawsuit that was coming with those uh dating apps that you brought up right yes so um there is a class action lawsuit against match group 
which is Match.com, Tinder, and Hinge for um, they're being accused of their apps being designed to addict users to stay on the app longer for money. Um, and, you know, they put your that your actual matches and the people who you're supposed to be with or whatever behind a paywall, even though you're already paying for a subscription. It's ridiculous. So that's the thing that's happening. Um, I'm not on any apps. Are you on any apps right now? Oh, I'm on all the apps, but I stopped paying. The only one I pay for now is Raya. I'm not on Bumble either. I don't pay for anything. But I know a lot of my friends who have met people they have dated long term on know, these apps. On Grindr, there's a high on Grinder and there's Scruffs or, or and Sniff. There's Sniff or something. That's why I tried to join, but I was looking for love in all the wrong places. I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Wow. Do you think do you think people like potential crushes liking your stories? Sending you emojis or, you know, whatever, like responding to your stories. Is that a form of flirting? Oh, my God, that's the worst. Yeah. Don't you? What do you think? (laughs) Do you do that as a form of flirting? Yeah, but I stay flirting. I'm very, like, I send flames. I send, send, like, the open mouth, like, ooh. (laughs) So you're a slut. I I mean, look, I love to celebrate people. So I send it to guys and (laughs) girls. Internet. you can be see you can be seeing that as like flirting or just me celebrating people, which I think is just a bit of both. Um, I do that. I do it. I do it. Holding my hands up. Yeah, yeah. You know what guys I do? Sure. I don't do. I don't know if girls do this. I don't think girls do this. But guys, if a guy hits on another guy, they always go like, "Damn, looking buff." And the guy always replies, uh, "Just trying to get on your level." Literally, everyone says, like, "Just trying to look like you." Do girls do that? It's so weird. I like that. I like that. That's it's, cute. It's so dumb. <laughs> um, I, but whenever I see somebody liking my stories or responding to it, like last year, there was like one person I spent the entire half of the year, like, because it took me half of the year to realize that this is not it. I remember. And yeah. And because he just stayed in the freaking DMs and would respond to my stories like so much would like my stories, like do all this stuff. And there was no follow through at all for anything. So I've, I'm a little jaded by whenever I see that. And now there's like, you know, people here and there that I'm like, Oh, you liked my story. I'm not going to take that as you like me or you're interested at all. That means yeah. nothing yeah. to me. And I even talked to Gadiel about it. And Gadiel was like, yeah, it's kind of our way of like being like, Hey, Hey, what's up? But not really doing anything. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like that's the same thing. To be honest, though, like I think everybody has a different thing. Different things mean diff- different things mean different things. Different actions mean different things to different people. Different things mean different things. Like if somebody sends me a flame on on Instagram, like I'm not I'm not sitting here thinking about it. Do you know what I mean? If they send me like a text message being like, oh, looking good. I don't sit here and think about it. If they te- if they go, oh, let me get your number. Can I text you? Then I'm like, okay, like this person is a little bit more serious in terms of, of how they want to communicate with me. And then, you know, it grows from there. So when I send those flames or when I send those messages to people on social media, because I don't take it seriously, I expect them to not take it seriously. So, you know, I, I have to be mindful as well that I know that I might be tripping some guys up because I might be doing to them what is happening or what was happening in your mind you know like what the fuck does it matter 
You know, there was actually two guys, by the way, beautiful Latin men, absolutely fucking beautiful, that I just kind of was like, I don't know what I was doing. I couldn't even tell you. My little life. <gasps> what do you mean? You don't know what you're doing. Finish I that. With, I think with like one of them, he was just so like, so st- like, they're just so beautiful that I think I was a little intimidated by the lifestyle, right? Like that tends to happen to me because I'm not a drinker. So when I see people who like, kind of live a life of going, traveling, drinking, like really kind of going in on life in that way. I get a little intimidated because I'm like, oh, like what how I, what would I do? I'd be like on the trip with you, but I'd be like, oh, kind of boring. I don't know. I feel like I'm boring. So then I kind of in- intimidate myself out of dating people like that. So I don't really pursue it, even though I do feel stuff for it. You know, so in saying all that, there could be a bunch of reasons for why somebody might not kind of like interact with you in the way that they would like to. And again, like we always say, it doesn't always have to do with you. It has to do with me. It's not that guy's fault that he's gorgeous and like he travels and he enjoys a drink every now and then and he has his shit together. You know, it's my fault for being like, you know? So when we do have a crush, what is our updated kind of like flirtation IRL thing? I did use the three point system the other day. Did it work? Um, yes, <laughs> it worked. It worked. Where's- and then I felt him doing the same thing to me. And I was like, oh, uh, like I kind of didn't have a backup plan for like when it's done to you. Yeah. And like it's hard to for me, it's hard to hold my gaze from being like, you know, super femme and like, I'm a goddess and I'm this and this and that because I can slip very easily into like nerd girl and be like, oh my God, did you see what he just did right now? You know, like it's it's hard for me to like hold both. And so that's why I'm like doing the three point system is cute. So basically, I don't know. I think it's, it's definitely like you go from the eyes to the lips to the nose or from uh-huh. the eyes to the yeah, it's it's definitely like you like look at them like there's their eyes and then you look at their lips and then you look at their nose and then you look at them uh-huh. and that shit works. That Damn. shit works. Does that work on somebody who like already likes you? Because it could be creepy if you're doing it to someone that you're like. Well, and we're saying in a, in a situation of like flirtation with your crush when you're with someone who you know you guys have established a basic level of like. I know they like me in some sense, you know, yeah, okay. of uh-huh. romantical way. Yeah. What yeah. about you? Um, because I do wonder if, like, you know, it's if it's somebody that I like and they're looking at me and they're looking at my eyes, my nose, my mouth. I'm right. Like, it could be a little, is I'm there like, something in my teeth? <laughs> yeah. Or I'd be like, this, the, like, yeah, absolutely. I think, and I think that's the key, if I'm honest with you, there's something about looking at somebody's face and the details of their face and their eyeballs that make you insecure. And I think that's where people fall in love because there's something- Because <gasps> you, you're making up. them insecure. Oh my God. That's, I, that's what up. I think. Like oh, I, when I went out somewhere and I could feel this girl staring at my hair, like just, just staring, like she could not look away. And I finally looked at her and I was like, she was like, oh, your hair is so nice. And I knew she was talking about the silver, but I was just like, girl, I literally can look at you. And it's, it's off-putting, you know? Um, but you don't really forget it. So imagine you're like on a date and this person is just literally just staring you in, in the fucking eyeball. But I was listening to this podcast, <laughs> like Diary of a CEO. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's called. Didn't we call it like, How to Be a Billionaire? Um, there was a girl on there and I can't, ugh, 
this is terrible. But there was something about the way that she so she was saying that the way that mothers look at their babies when they're when they're birthing, not birthing them, when they're like breastfeeding them, when they're taking care of them, that sort of eye contact um, builds a certain amount of trust. So we still hold a lot of that in our minds as we get older through evolution. And so I forget which eye. I think it was the right to right eye, um, but it could also be the left to left eye. I forget which position it was. Um, look it up. Look it up, guys. But basically, when you want to build trust with somebody, you have to look at their eyeball, like just one eyeball, and try to do it with the same. I believe it's the same one. So try to do it. And the guy was like, how do you do that? And she's like, you can do it. Like, you just use one eyeball to, like, look at them, you know, and it builds this, like, level like of trust. Like this? You close one eyeball? I was thinking that, too. Look like, at them with one eye? Like, oh, there's something wrong with my eye. <laughs> and I just block one eyeball. But, you know, there's all these, like, weird... It's like we're teaching people how to hypnotize. <laughs> <laughs> we're, what I'm gathering from what I said is that we're teaching people how to make other people insecure so that they fall in love with us because they're insecure. Never doing the three-point system again, babes. <laughs> I will say that I do think that the top... The best thing that you can do when it comes to somebody that you have a crush on is voice that you like them. Let them know what's up. Because I think that there's nothing worse than living in a world where you're like, oh, my God. But who cares? No big deal. Like, you're like, no, just get in there. Like, go say hi. And then if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And then I would say this. Like, like I always say, pour into your own cup. Get into the best version of you. Because when you shine, you will certainly attract the attention of either the person you like or the attention of somebody else who might be equally as dope or even better. So, you know, just do you. Welcome to the astrology portion of the podcast. Which signs do we still have crushes on? Oh my god. Scorpios. Scorpios? Yes. Hmm. What what was that sigh? I was making out with a Scorpio and he goes, stop, 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 stop. And I was like, okay. And he goes, when you kiss me, kiss me. And I was like, (gasps) so then we I like kissed him and I was like. So now that's how I kiss everyone. <laughs> hey, wee woo, wee woo. <laughs> so Scorpios, like forever, the the legend of the Scorpio is true. They are the best lovers. Truly, they're just the best lovers. Hmm. I'm not sure. I think. I think I like a little bit of a Gemini. I think there's like something about Gemini's that I'm like, I want to find out why. <laughs> I want to find out why people don't like you. <laughs> didn't you tell me sidebar? Didn't you tell me that I should consider dating a Gemini this year? Yeah, because it was in your. Um, it's in like your seventh or eighth house. So I went on a date with this guy. He's a Gemini. And has a Taurus moon. Which is the direct opposite of my moon, which is supposedly really good for the charts. Huh. So he's a Taurus. So he's a Taurus minus. I thought it was. I thought it was the rising. If the rising is opposite, then it's good. If your moon is the same sign, it's good. Oh, I could be wrong. You know more than I do. So we're so then we're not meant to be, is what I'm hearing. (laughs) No, but it's it. It could be. It maybe that's because it it. Depends also on what else you have in your chart. No, it's fine. Too. Close that door. So, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, in your eighth house, you have Gemini. Seventh house, you have Taurus. Oop. All right. Thank you so, so what does much. That mean? For <laughs> it means it makes sense why you would be gravitate towards more Taurus energy. Um, but your eighth house is also, you also have your Chiron in, wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. Yeah. Taurus, Gemini, Cancer. Yes. Um, you also have your Chiron in your eighth house. And your Chiron is stuff is kind of stuff that you have to learn in sort of a hard way. Um, and Gemini, it being in Gemini, eighth house is relationships, partnerships. That kind of means that there's a duality within that aspect of your of your world. That hmm. it, yeah. Baby, tell me where did you ever learn? To fight without saying a word. And that concludes the astrology portion of the podcast. Beep, 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 beep. Maya, how do you plead? Crushes 2.0. We kind of went all over the place today. I, I blame We J-Lo. did. Well, you, you went out the gate with J-Lo and you know, you can't, J-Lo. we have a lot to say about J-Lo. And Shane. J-Lo and Shane. And Shane, oh, I love Shane. And apologies if like, you know who Shane is. Go look them up on Google and also fall in love with them. And watch the L word for sure. Yeah. Not with your family, but maybe with your family. Maybe my mom loved the L word. My mom's a whatever. Anyways. <laughs> Secret lesbian. Okay, keep going. Oh, 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 oh. Um, uh, Maya, how do you plead? Oh, I I love Shane. Shane. Um, L word. And that's, oh, I mean, for crushes 2.0, like what I'm doing is kind of like less is more type of thing. I'm super trying to be in my divine feminine where I don't have to do much. I hold literally my uterus is uh, connected to the cosmos. So why am I going to be sad over someone who doesn't want to come all the way over from Long Beach to hang out with me? Yep. I want my uterus to be connected to the con to the con con oh, cos- cosmos. Cosmos? Oh, it is. Is it? Okay. Wait. How do I plead? Okay. Look. If you have a crush, a crush should be a fun thing. A crush should be something that you're excited about. A crush should be not something that is making you depressed or weird. Um, if you find that you're getting to that space where you're becoming sad about it or weird about it, just leave it alone. Move on. Get another crush. Do the thing. There's no reason to waste your time over somebody who doesn't want you. There's no reason to stay stuck. Look into, in Maya's words, look into their good eye and tell them This is a good eye. Look into their good eye and say. Good eyebrow. Baby girl, where you been? Close to me and like my mother. Close to me and like my father. Close to me and like my people find you on social media? You can find me at Maya in the Moment, M-A-Y-A, <laughs> Maya in the Moment, anywhere on the internet. What about you? You can find me at The Curly Bee Show on Instagram and TikTok. TikTok is where I'm posting a lot more, so you can hit me up. He said I'm Gen Z. He said, fuck, you guys are old. Oh, my God. Seriously, I'm so mad at Instagram. Anyways, bye. Make sure to hit that subscribe button to hear more episodes every single week. The Super Secret Bestie Club podcast is a production of Sonoro in partnership with iHeartRadio's Michael Tura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.